you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Hello and welcome to Self-Publishing Insiders. My name is Mark Leslie Lefebvre. I'm here in the studio with Jim Azevedo from the marketing team at Draft2Digital and to round out our trio, trio, Craig Martell. And as Craig said just before we went live, the very best rock band in the world was a trio, right, Craig? It is. It is. They uh, they are. They were. I hate saying were. They still are. Uh, and Moving Pictures just celebrated its 41st anniversary. So there it's uh, great to see still rocking. <laughs> Three Rush fans in the house. Yeah. How many of you guys watching live? How many of you guys are Rush fans? Don't worry. We won't hold it against you if you don't love them. Yes, we will. But we will. <laughs> we will judge you. <laughs> uh, so we are here. Uh, we are here to talk to Craig uh, about the 20 books phenomenon. And for anyone who's not familiar with the 20 books Vegas and the whole 20 books phenomenon, Craig, where do you usually start when people ask that question? Oh, we start with uh, what does 20 books to 50K mean? Uh, people are like, yeah. oh, if I publish 20 books, I make $50,000. No. Uh, 20 books of 50K was simply a retirement plan. If you pub, and, and it was a retirement plan uh, methodology to better wrap your head around what it means to be an indie author. So at, as an author, if you have one book and you sell, make $7.50 off it in a day, hey, that's not too bad. That's palatable. That means you sell two copies and you get some page reads. That's not overwhelming. But if you tell somebody, well, you need to make $2,500 for that book in a year, all of a sudden, $2,500, oh my God, how many do we have to sell? You have to sell two, get some page reads if you're in Kindle Unlimited, otherwise you have to sell three, and uh, that's all it takes. And if you do that, Cabo San Lucas is $35,000 a year to live, to live, $50,000 to live comfortably. So 20 books, earning seven fifty dollars a day is all, and all of a sudden... Hey, you've got a retirement plan. So that's all it is. It's to make it's to make the publishing process more palatable, more easy to understand, and not so overwhelming. I love that. I love that. I mean, when you, when you break it down, I mean, a lot of uh, we get passionate about the books we write, correct? Um, but we have to remember it's a business, and that what what I love about this is the mindset is okay. This is how much I'm earning. This is what it takes, et cetera, et cetera. So it really breaks it down to a fundamental, you know, take your shoes and socks off, do a little calculation. Yeah. That, and it's just just not to be overwhelming. And, and one thing that we do is it's about everybody else. One of our sayings is a rising tide lifts all boats. Mm -hmm. So it's all of us together. We, we, are, we deplore the competitive and competition mindset because the readers can read far more than we can write. So no matter how prolific you are, people can read more than you can write. So you might as well all share in the, uh, in the joy of reaching readers and helping them step out of their lives for a day or so while they're reading your book. Simple enough, give them a place, give them entertainment, because one thing humanity needs is entertainment. Oh, Jim, man. you were talking, I cut you off, man, I suck. <laughs> no, not at all. I was going to say, I love how you broke it down so simply when it comes to numbers, because I don't want to speak on behalf of all authors, but when I hear numbers, I have the deer in the headlights start to glaze over. 
And you just described it so so simply. It's like, oh, well, even somebody like me can take that and, and understand it and dream about going back to Cabo if they'll let me back in. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I want to I wanna also kind of help people understand the phenomenon that is 20 books Vegas. And that is, and that is, uh, that is a definitely a Craig Martell part of the Michael and Craig universe. Can you talk a little, I mean, and, and again, you know, Jim and I had a really good time with uh, several other folks from the draft digital team and yeah. so many other people, so many other people at 20 books Vegas. Can you tell us a little bit about the origin of that? The origin, I think that's hilarious because uh, when I first started writing, I uh, said, hey, I need professional development. I, I mean, because this is a profession if I'm going to take it seriously. So I went to a conference. I went to a conference in Austin, Texas. I, I overpaid for it, grossly overpaid for it, and got underwhelmed with the content. Yeah. So out of spite, uh, we started 20 Books uh, Vegas. Because I said, I can do it better. I've run uh, conferences before. I've run conventions. I, I can do this, and it'll be cheaper, and it'll be better. I, I had no idea what better meant. All I knew is what it meant to me. Right. So uh, 20 books, uh, 2017, we canvassed the group, and we had like 125, 135 that seemed confident. I am coming no matter what. So uh, we contracted with Samstown and... Uh, we were able to scale up because I've contracted for 150 and, and right. thought, let's give us room to go to 300. So we, we had 410 in that very first year wow. uh, and we filled the room and we kept it like 65 degrees and people were wearing their bed sheets and, the, and their blankets. It was, <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely great. Just like, just uh, like home, I, right? Just like the last about conferences. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and I was still sweating and I remember Teresa Lepiani, she's sitting in the first row right there, completely wrapped. I mean, all you could see was her eyes. She was she was like uh, uh, <clears throat> living in the Arctic, and uh, and I'm just digging it. Hey, this is great. I'm still sweating. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Alaskan Craig trying to fit into uh, Nevada, November. But then uh, we, we outgrew Samstown and went to, to Bali's, now Horseshoe, same, same place. Uh, and 100,000 square feet, and this year will be over 2,000 people just because we grew. The first year, we did it out of spite, but it was such a positive experience for people that we uh, said, we got to keep doing this 2018. We've been growing by 300 to 500 new people a year. We did 2017, 18, 19. Uh, 20 was canceled by the hotel. Uh, 21 we did at Bali's at Horseshoe. 22 23 24 uh, i've asked them about 25 and 26 we'll see what uh, what kind of numbers they throw at us to see if we want to stay there so question from rc in the comments is what are the dates for the forthcoming one are there still seats available spots available for 2023 2020 absolutely we've rolled, we've only sold half the number of rooms uh we've sold a thousand we think we'll get probably two thousand in the end uh november 6th to 10th right at horseshoe on the strip uh, and no, uh, 2024 is November 11th through the 14th. We like that first, second week. We go, we go different than Formula One and outside of there's another major conference right around then. So we roll it in between those two to get a much better price on rooms and uh, the show. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, thank you for answering that. I think it's safe to say this is, without a doubt, the largest indie author conference in the entire world. Yeah. What do you what do you attribute the growth to, Craig? I mean, that's phenomenal growth year over year over year. I mean, do you is it the is it word of mouth? Is it who you're bringing in for to speak? Is it a combination of all these different factors? We we don't advertise at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all word of mouth. But what we provide is an environment where we don't put up, we don't tolerate uh, acidity yeah. uh, or uh, a, a service, uh, any kind of acerbic uh, uh, attitudes. We don't, uh, we keep it focused on the business of writing. Right. Uh, as far as all inclusive, anybody can come. It's equal opportunity for all. So you don't uh, have do to be a, a best-selling author. You can be an aspiring author who hasn't published your first book. I mean, yet. you can even hey, they let not me be in. a Steelers. <laughs> you can even not be a Steelers fan, and we still let you in. So <laughs> the uh, the show, the positive attitude, and this is one thing that resonated so hard in 2017, was when you set the expectations and you and you lead from the front yeah. uh, by being focused on the business and and allowing everybody not for profit so i'm not in there trying to make I, there is no upsell for me mm -hmm. and it's it's about how can you do better and next year you better come back with you've leveled up and that's what we want to see what do you need to level up so with that kind of attitude uh it's a positive experience it's an uplifting experience you were both there last year and you see yeah. even with uh 1800 people Nobody was really getting down. You didn't see anybody off in the corner all droopy. You didn't see cliques form and, and war war bands, war parties going after nope. each other. None of that. And I think that's probably the greatest selling point is here's a conference where you can come, be comfortable, and focus on you. We had a couple new mothers bring their, bring their brand new babies, and they said, what about breastfeeding? Hey, we have two options, two options for breastfeeding. You can go in a private room or you can feed your baby right there while watching the thing. We don't care yeah. because it's about the material that's being presented. It's not about the people in the audience. And we had the, the grandmother brigade, which said that they'll go beat anybody up who, uh, <laughs> who gives a, a, a nursing mother a hard time. But, uh, you know, no, we didn't allow anybody to get beaten up, but there was no need to because uh, it's just the tolerate the tolerance of, we're focused on the message of the speaker and not anything else. And the message of the speaker to how I can fill in the foundation of my business. Yep. And that goes for every single attendee. It's about you improving. It's not about me improving. And I think that's a, a kind of the selfless approach and why people find the conference so compelling. And our guest speak, we don't pay any guest speaker. I mean, we might provide a room uh, we might help a little bit with airfare or, or driving, but generally the guest speakers pay their own way. They come, they try to get something out of it for themselves. And that's, we've also formed the mastermind group for people mm -hmm. making about a half miller or more a year. And that group has over 70 members. So this is just our internal folks. We found each other through uh, 20 books who are making that kind of money just to give them a separate experience to make the show worthwhile for them. And then they can, oh, by the way, could you present on this topic? So we have very, very high quality guest speakers who walk the walk, not guest speakers who are going to upsell something, yeah. but just, hey, we've been there. We'll give, we'll give back a little. I get a little. Everybody wins. Rising tide lifts all boats. 
Love that. Uh, we, we have a question from Joanna uh, who asks, is the venue in Vegas, is it wheelchair accessible? Oh, absolutely. 100%. And you can get a wheelchair or you can get a, a mobility scooter there. They will meet you at, at uh, the bell desk, which is right where a taxi would drop you off and deliver your scooter. You hop on and you, you rent it for, I think, 50 bucks a day is all. Uh, and of course, it's Vegas, so they are required to uh, 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 accommodate folks with disabilities yeah. and you can get a room that is accommodating and all of that, yes, very much so. There's ramps everywhere. Uh, yeah. You're never gonna be left out. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, the, the main room, there's a, there's a ramp right there. You can get in there. All the other rooms uh, don't require a ramp because they're all on, on the same level as yeah. well. And we have we generally have a table or two at the back of every conference room where you would listen to a speaker. So if you need to, if you're not in a scooter, but you do need to sit down at a table for some reason, we have those uh, as accommodation as well. Awesome. Um, some great questions. Is it okay if I keep pulling questions from the from Oh, the sure, sure. Uh, first, just a positive comment from Lexi. Uh, Lexi says, uh, for a spike conference, I can certainly say I learned so much about the business of being an indie author in 2020 at 20 Books Vegas. And uh, let good. me see, uh, we also had, so this is a question about uh, from RH uh, who says, for those of us in the publication end, proofreading, copy editing, you know, service providers for, for various uh, publishing, what can 20 books offer beyond meeting old friends and authors and newbies? Uh, access and access being the big thing and vendor day, the very first day of the show, is first, the reason we have that day is trying to check in 2,000 people uh, right before we start the conference is a little bit uh, of a, a monumental effort. So we thought, let's take a whole day to check in people. And oh, by the way, let's give them something to do. Go talk with the vendors. So if you're a proofreader or an editor, get a table. Get a table on vendor day and sit out there and throw out your flyer. And that will, I expect you'll get enough clients with 2,000 authors that it'll pay for your trip, but also you meet with them. And we have a lot of panels where as an editor or as a proofreader, or as any of the, the, the service author service kind of yeah. professions that you will be able to improve your game because you'll listen to craft presentations on how to write better on how to write more engaging characters. So when you're reading and proofreading, you might be able to add a little bit extra and say, ah, this character isn't gripping me, but now I know why. And then be able to provide that feedback too. And what is the value of being able to provide those little, the two cents worth here and there in a manuscript? Yeah, if I could, if I could jump on to the tail end of that, Craig, last year was my first year at 20 books. And I, 10 years at Smashwords and joined uh, the draft digital team following the acquisition last year. And that first day, that vendor day blew me away because all of us who are service providers, and we've been to our more than our fair share of conferences. Um, and there was just a steady stream of people coming out that entire day. So much in fact, that you're changing things around this year, right? Because it was so busy that we're like, uh, kind of getting a little hungry here. Um, yeah. And this year, from what I understand, Craig, and correct me if I'm wrong, but Vendors were like, we were so busy. We appreciate that traffic so much that you're actually going to bring in some some snacks and stuff for the vendors because there is there is there is literally that much traffic. 
Oh, you bet, you bet. And uh, that's I heard from one vendor, just one last year, that he was so busy he never he wasn't able to break free for lunch or yeah. even grab anything. And you can't bring outside food into the uh, conference area yeah, because like it's uh, it's a uh, uh, part of our contract for Kate with catering that they have to provide. So as the second I heard that, I'm like, no, yeah. there's that room at the back of the event center. And what we'll do is we'll put catering in there for people wearing the red lanyard, which is the vendor lanyard and only those people. So we'll put one of our, our door monitors there. And anybody with a red lanyard, you can run in there real quick, grab a snack. We'll have uh, various uh, bars, muffins, and we'll try to get something meaty, cheesy, super pleasy as well, like a breakfast sandwich that's uh, noonish, because you'll be there setting up from like 8, 9, yeah. uh, doors open at 10. 10 to noon is going to be a massive rush, yeah. and then people will still be there throughout the afternoon. But if you can break free for five minutes to go grab something, chow down, hit the bathroom and then come back uh you guys will be much better you'll be on your game our people will be serviced better because hey you'll be you'll be sharp and can do what you need to do we also have because people uh people will share rooms my target was a thousand dollars or less for somebody to get to the show mm -hmm. stay there do the show eat and then go home for a thousand. Well, because of prices nowadays, it's about 1500 is what somebody's really going to need. Yep. And that's the conference fee. That's food. That's a hotel room that you might share. Uh, that's uh, some travel expenses, either driving, if you're within driving distance or a cheap flight, if you're flying. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> if you're hard pressed, cause people come on, on a budget on a real tight budget, we will have, uh, I think we already have about $3,300 worth of $25 subway. Yeah and CVS gift cards that uh, we will, we, they're there to give out because we don't want anybody going hungry. So if you have to look at your, if you're looking at your budget saying, I, uh, let me go get ramen or let me break uh, the peanut butter out of my bag. <laughs> you might want to just stop by. My sister will manage that. Uh, and we're, we'll be discreet. Just uh, grab a $25 subway gift card, go get yourself a sandwich or two and get something good to eat so you're not distracted we don't want anybody distracted during the show focus on the material being presented and fill in those gaps in your business foundation that's huge i don't know of another conference that does that that offers anything like that do you mark no no not really when you when you, when you think about you just think and, and again uh, vendor day was just incredible uh, it, it's just gotten better and better every year and um I, what i love is is meeting people who for example say hey draft to digital i've heard about you what do you do <laughs> it's like oh good yes let's have a chat here <laughs> how much time do you have that kind of stuff right so it was really really great i did see uh some comments about um you know the breadth of panels uh even uh sd says and as an attendee uh, she was learning so much talking to the vendors didn't yeah. have time to eat lunch either. So, so that's a good sign when there's so much. Definitely a good in, sign. Right? Yeah. And, and, and let me, let me not take the credit for that. Uh, Jamie Davis, he is responsible for vendor day. He makes sure you guys are set up that the booze are where they need to be, that the signs out on the table, which table is yours when you get mm -hmm. in on that, that Monday morning yeah. and, and the communications back and forth as you're building up. And if you have a discount coupon, we'll throw that into our newsletter. But Jamie Davis manages all of that. Uh, the, right. My role that I've kept is just the overall, but also the uh, programming. I want to make sure that we fill yeah. in uh, the right amount of craft, the right amount of business, 
the right amount of uh, branding and stuff like that. What's right for reader at uh, authors at all different levels. I love that. So this is a phenomenal Jen, place. Jen to... Green handles. We have uh, Jen Green uh, is also a deputy moving in. She took care of the audiovisual last year oh, because uh, she, she was amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. And I dealt with people like Ira me last minute. People, you know, <laughs> those good AV people are worth their weight in gold. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, what the AV team, uh, Ira Heineschen, uh runs those, uh, runs them. Jim Slater runs the uh, room monitors. Uh, my sister runs check-in. It's it's a huge, huge event. I think we had 139 volunteers last year. And once wow. again, we're not paying people. We yeah. just give them a little different, a uh, little extra swag. It's uh, the one thing that I was always raised with was you don't have to be the best. You just have to surround yourself with the best people. And uh, that's as an author, rising tide, right? Hey, it's yep. not me, it's us. So as long as us is, is squared away, then uh, we can make good things happen for everybody. Cool. Yeah. Speaking of good things happening for everybody, not everybody is gonna be able to make it to Vegas for the week, et cetera, whether it's budget or whether it's just you know life commitments where they just can't get away for a few days. So Susan asks a really great question. Will any part of this event actually be virtual so people can still benefit from it? Good question. We, we had uh, we had some serious connection uh, and feed issues last year, whereas the previous year we were pretty good, but it was starting to overwhelm our team. So this year we're going to go back to what we did two years ago. However, we're going to pay a single primary member for each of the rooms to manage the uh, recording and the sharing. Okay, we do have a visual uh, a virtual fee starting at fifty dollars, and that. The benefit of that is $50. You get all three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of the of the presentations. You get uh, Ingram Spark has been very uh, very uh, genial in giving us their their code. So like 50 uploads is what you can do for a year. So you can join virtual now, and you'll get that through the year. And your very first upload, you save uh, uh, what the cost of the conference is. The the benefit of the virtual isn't necessarily interactive. However, if you are a paid virtual member, you'll you'll watch it weeks before everybody else. You watch it live, and the the audiovisual team will have somebody monitoring the live feed. And if you have questions, just like here on Streamyard, uh, then you can pop it in, and they might ask your question uh, based on how many questions they get and how much time the speaker has. So right. that's the virtual and $50 you watch live. Yeah. Uh, we make all of the all of the presentations. We record them all that we can and we post them free for everybody. However, there's a gap from the right. conference. The gap will be about three weeks and then they'll appear on YouTube for anybody. So if you go and look at the 20 books of 50K YouTube channel, mm -hmm. you will find presentations from 2017, 18, 19, 21 and 22 there all available for free. Just go watch them and uh, enjoy. Learn something that you didn't know, something you need to know for your business. Cool. Wow. And and, th and this just uh, further to what you just said, Joanne asked the question. Um, whoops, I, I had the comment. There it is. If you're ADD and tend to get, uh, why is my double click? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you get confused with too many people and too much stimulation. This may be a, a good option, right? He's like, yeah, 2,000 people can be overwhelming at the best of times so this is not this to is mention a great at vegas with all these blinking lights and stuff going on there is an awful oh, yeah. lot of i mean that uh, to, i run to, from uh, those 
it's a it's a Vegas is a, is a stimulation overwhelming. It just yeah. they, there's too much stimuli, and virtual is a way to avoid that. However, our, our room block is in the resort tower, which is attached to the conference center, and it is between the conference center and the casino. You don't have to go to the shiny, flashy lights. You can go right into your room. Yep. Uh, so you can take yep. breaks. Uh, you go up the resort tower, just come out of the conference center, hop on the elevator, go up to your room, take a break. And we have a lot of people who will do that. Then you then you just stream and watch it. Because if you're an in-person attendee, you also have all the streaming info. So you can get the best of both worlds. Watch it virtually and still go down and see in person uh, some of those things that you want to see. Like me at, at the kickoff presentation, everybody should be there for that. Yeah. And we're lucky our booth is in the back of the room, so we get to enjoy that from, <laughs> from the, back of the, you know. the long way. And that's with, a with long way that stage. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. That is a huge room. That room will fit 4,100 people Wow. at one sitting. One thing that really struck uh, me right. last year, too, Craig, was just, just this. And you, you talked about this a little earlier, but just that sense of community, too. Everybody's got each other's backs. And you know, even for people like me who are introverted by nature. I know it may not seem like that, but truly I need to get those little hotel breaks every now and then just to kind of recharge. Okay. All right. They come back down, but you're going to find your tribe there. There are so many people who are, are just like that. And you'll see little groups kind of nestled over in the corner talking about books. You'll see a group of aspiring authors, you know, literally sitting on the floor with best-selling authors, just kind of going through the process of, of what it takes to get to that next level. It's pretty neat. Love that. It, it, it's a good thing. And and one thing we did last year for the first time that worked exceptionally well was each day immediately after the last session, we had a mixer. We had mm -hmm. two cash bars out in the main in the grand salon area for people to then uh, uh, go get a drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be non-alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Get a drink and go hang out with people and and just casually talk. Uh, we'll adjust those bars a little bit so the lines don't cross each other in the middle, like put one down at one end and, and as opposed to uh, like dueling banjos style. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. we'll try to avoid that. However, the uh, those things work so well. The first one for okay. new authors, Tuesday was romance authors, then thriller mystery, then sci-fi. And this year, Friday, Friday falls on November 10th, we will have it once again. But uh, that's also the Marine Corps uh, celebration, Marine Corps birthday celebration mm -hmm. we'll have on Friday, November 10th. So from probably 5 to 6 will be a cash bar and a cake cutting ceremony. And that's stuff we did uh, not in 22, but in 21 because it, it fell, the 10th fell during the show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, coming from Canada, you'll notice I'm always wearing a poppy. Uh, something we do here <laughs> to acknowledge our soldiers and the veterans. That's great. And, yeah. A uh, question from RC uh, comes in, says, uh, looking at the agenda, there's titles there, but limited session content description. Will there be more information about the individual sessions? Okay. Here's what we're doing this year because Eventee has been so challenging to use. Even though we had a lifetime license on it, we paid uh, $4,000 already for SCED using uh, S-C-H-E-D, sched.com, and yeah. that is the industry leader in scheduling software. So right. the difference with Eventee 
was it was hard, it was hard to navigate. And once you got there, you had to get into it to then see what the description was. And we had to enter that. You had to be an admin. So the speaker couldn't do that. Now, instead, the speaker can edit the description of the uh, the presentation. So the as long as the speakers are engaged, then we'll get that. And we'll stay on top of people to make sure that they update their description. So this year, it should be. All I can say is should be. I can't guarantee uh, for any presentations I do. Uh, but you'll have the full description there, uh, yeah. and SCED is so much easier to navigate. I think you'll have a much, much better user experience, using an Amazon term, a user experience with the interaction with the schedule and which presentations you will be best for you. When do you anticipate having um, some of those descriptions up uh, so folks can, can see those, Craig? Uh -oh. um, oh. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I have to, uh, we have approximately 190 sessions. Yeah. So building that schedule is rather significantly time consuming. I so last, last year, last year, I think I had something by August. Oh. This year with SCED, because uh, we're going to set up the template. Uh, we've already got people. Uh, uh, James James Baldwin is my, my assistant and uh, uh, Elaine Bateman also is helping extensively. Mm -hmm. uh, they... We'll do the initial setup with SCED, and I already have some sessions I know we're going to do, so I'll probably put those in there, and you might see you might see SCED and say, oh, geez, look at all these empty slots. Well, we'll yeah. fill them in. Oh, I don't need any. I don't need people present. Hey, I can do it. No, no, no. Hang on. Hang on. And, and this is uh, I, I want to put successful people up in front of the audience. Sure. Uh, I mean, I've had people pitch me. I've got one book. I can I can tell people how. Hang on. Uh, let's uh, not that we're going to downplay that because that one book could be extremely successful for mm -hmm. an author. Uh, if you published one book and you made $5,000, you're already well ahead of the power curve. Sure. You have done things right. And hopefully your second book will sell 10,000 then. And these are great things. But the people I want to put up in front are those who have made a million dollars or those who have sold a million right. books. And we want to keep people just so they, they didn't do, do it once. They did it repeatedly. And this is the hard thing with publishing. I've seen a number of people hit with their first book. And then their second book didn't do as well. And third book did even worse. And all of a sudden, you don't see them anymore. They disappear yeah. off the face of the earth because they couldn't replicate that success. I would rather put people on stage who can replicate the success because then they know those internal details that go into their success. So this is a... I, I am very particular on who I put on stage. Uh, sometimes I'll, 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 I'll yank somebody out of the blue because that is a compelling message. Mm -hmm. But generally, you're looking for authors who have already demonstrated a great deal of success, as right. well as, I mean, uh, uh, Mark has been as successful as both an author and an, a service provider. So I don't mm -hmm. have any problem putting Mark on stage, uh, Dave Chesson, Brian Cohen. Yeah. I mean, there are certain people who are in the industry and are doing right by the other folks, uh, the the attendees are, are authors. So I have no problem putting them on stage either because also they're a known quantity. Uh, I've right. worked with them for a long, long time. I mean, Dave Chesson came to the very first one, 2017. He didn't know me from Adam, yet there yeah. he was. And he's a fantastic speaker. Oh, he's amazing. And that uh, too, yeah. And a drill sergeant of a moderator too, because uh, uh, he moderated a <laughs> panel I was on, and and I, and I I just loved his approach. It was just very uh, yeah. you could tell his background, like it was just very methodical, 
and kept everyone on point, which was great. That's one thing that struck me about several of the sessions last year was that here's this advice, but it was just very pragmatic and, and organized. Um, it, there wasn't just one formula. There were multiple paths and avenues to getting to um, that success level. Um, uh, okay, so a uh, question about the, uh, was the, uh, I'm, I'm, there's so many comments, I'm trying to, there's something about uh, a link, cool. uh, is there a link to where you can register for the virtual sessions? Is that just the same main website? Uh, the, 20booksvegas.com, uh, you okay. can find the link there for the virtual, uh, okay. as well as uh, in, the, in the Facebook group, as well as in the 20 Books Vegas 2023 Facebook group, as well as, I don't care if DDD, DDD shares it because people are authors and authors are going to want to come. It's not uh, yeah. uh, anything else. And it's $50. So, I mean, scammers aren't going to come get us because, uh, hey, there's a cost to it. Is it's there, is there a limit for, free. for virtual or can unlimited virtual attendees? No. There's, there, it's, virtual is unlimited. Uh, we okay. can take as many as we uh, can get. Uh, okay. Just understand there's uh, the sessions. If uh, we have 100 people virtually watching a session, and they're all submitting questions, the uh, AV team might take one or two questions. Or if there's a repeat question, they might consolidate that and say, yes, we'll ask this one right, because that's yeah. what most people are worried about. But that's, so your virtual experience might be just watching it live and not really interacting. Right, okay, that makes sense. And then some people are comfortable with that too, right? They're they're more at yeah. home. <laughs> it's like, I'm comfortable, yeah. well, I got, got my jammies on. I just, I'm just good to go. <laughs> I just don't wanna make any guarantees that Hey, you can watch virtually. You can submit your question. You can submit your questions. Doesn't mean we're going to ask your questions. I just don't want there to be any uh, mistaken understanding about that. <laughs> so, Nothing wrong with keeping uh, your jammies K... on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Author K. McCoy says, "Thank you for the five-minute focus videos. They're so helpful. Could you explain? So, what are these five-minute? Because that's a virtual thing that anyone can take advantage of, right? That's <clears throat> when uh, we had." that little thing called the pandemic and what? uh in march march came around of 2020 and all of a sudden everybody was uh, there was a lot of flailing there was a lot of wailing and yeah. gnashing of teeth people's lives were changing rather significantly so what i did was i started a one hour daily talk show that we had guests i think i had mark on once and uh we just talked for an hour give people a distraction that was focused on the business uh, so we did that for, geez, uh, four months, five months. And I'm like, hey, an hour out of my day, every day, <clears throat> and lining up the guests. This is really, really getting time consuming. So let me do a five-minute focus because a lot of people, if you look at the stats, a lot of people will bail out after a certain amount of time. So let me talk about a very specific issue for five minutes, and we'll leave it at that. So I started that at the end of the one-hour thing, and I'm at now episode 628 Wow. On the five-minute focus, I do one a day, and uh, you'll also find those on the 20 Books of 50K uh, YouTube channel or on my blog. I think they pop up automatically on my blog, but those are <clears throat> uh, those work. Yeah, there you go. There's the 20 Books Vegas link. Uh, go there. I, I think I updated it last week with information. Right. We've got uh, like five or six guest speakers confirmed. Oh, let me pop in the background here. Sure. Live with Draft to Digital. Let's see who we've got. Uh, there we go. <laughs> signed up. Who is confirmed? We have uh, Mark Cameron is coming back this year. 
We have Maggie Marr is coming back. Uh, Kevin J. Anderson, Rebecca Mesta is coming back. Cool. John Truby is confirmed. Uh, Jonathan, May Jonathan Mayberry is confirmed. Uh, Luke Gygax is coming back uh, as well right. to run uh, more D&D games for us. Uh, James Artemis Owen is confirmed. And it was just convenient because all those folks were at uh, Superstars, which I am going to next year. We're going to give it a try again. You're going to try the altitude again? With, <laughs> going to meet me at the plane with oxygen, and uh, <laughs> uh, we'll go from there. And actually, I have a, a concentrated oxygen generator that I'll be able to use while I'm there. Oh, that's good. Because uh, that's the big the big drawback. But if yeah. I can get enough oxygen, I'll be fine. I, I love the show. I love the antlers as a venue because you're all contained right there. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Sam's Town without the animatronics. <laughs> without the casino stuff. <laughs> um, if only I, we I, had a... If only we had a bear come out of a, a, a cave. And, yeah, well, and we can always get Damon Courtney to do the, his version of the animatronics. It was way more entertaining <laughs> than the actual show. Uh, Damon Courtney from Book Funnel, of course. Yep. Uh, when, when you talked about the pandemic and, and starting the Daily Show, that's exactly the origin of this show we're on right now was Great. let's give them something to distract them from all of the stress yeah. to talk about writing. And, and again, uh, it, I, it was back in the day, it was Kevin and Dan and myself just jumping on saying, okay, ask us questions. We're here for an hour every single day. And we did that for several months. Now we, we've, we've migrated back to uh, weekly with rotating hosts. So, <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. just poor Craig every day. <laughs> I mean, it's it all. Well, and, and it was me and Jim until like 10 seconds. Before yeah. Literally 10 seconds. And, and then Mark jumps on, Hey, I'm here. Come on, man. Hey, I, I yeah. overcame the tech issues. And my Slack was constantly like, click, 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 click. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good times. So glamorous so, um, stuff. Uh, Jordan asks, Craig, what's the highlight for you Ooh, from the conference each year? I tell you what, the highlight is the joy. And last year, last year, uh, my mother was put in hospice in oh. August. And September, I got a call saying, hey, she's got about a week to live. Oh. So I raced down to Phoenix to see mom one last time. She didn't know who I was. She never said my name the whole time I was there. And I'm like, okay, uh, it's uh, I still came and I still said goodbye. Well, she lasted until November. And dad and Tammy brought her up to Vegas. And she had such a hugely positive experience that it added months to her life. Wow. Now, mom did pass away in January. But, but... Vegas was so monumental. She had, we had a hospice nurse in my suite and she came each day for about six hours and uh, she made mom feel special and unique. And uh, mom was energized. They brought her down to the, to the uh, conference each day and people would stop by and say, get a selfie with my dad because we had a contest and, and say some kind words to mom. And it energized her. It bought her a couple extra months of life. So, uh, uh, last year was exceptional in that regard, yeah. as well as just meeting people and having people uh, know who I am from the ego perspective. Um, we were in Samstown heading to uh, one of the conference rooms that were off to the side, mm -hmm. and somebody yelled, hey, Craig. And I look, it's John Truby. I'm like, you are somebody. I'm nobody. You know who I am. And and just things like that. Uh, so, so you get the ego stroke, but seeing people level up 
and giving 20 books to 50k credit of hey i am where i am i quit my job i i retired my husband all of the good things that come from equal opportunity of people being able to learn what they need for their business take responsibility execute and deliver for themselves and their families and then come back with us the next year and say hey you guys helped me and i just hope to get even higher this year so looking to go to these sessions this year talk to these people and uh do better for next year yeah well, i uh i comment from chad I had great fun meeting craig and his dad and other islands <laughs> and so many cool people and and, and that's such a cool thing because i mean I, I mean getting to see your parents see the pride of what you have brought uh what you've paid forward to the entire author community yeah. but that was a really special thing to see uh to witness that in person so i, I think that's a yeah there, there's that feel good of hey we're helping people we're lifting people up right well it's, it's that part of my life <clears throat> that uh that has a much much higher precedence than me doing well mm -hmm. and it took it took a while before i got past that competitive stage i mean i spent 20 years in the marine corps then i was in corporate america where of course it's competitive and then i finally just started writing and i realized that you can't compete here you cannot compete uh the only way to do it is if you all go at it together and once we started this it's like there there is no other way and that's what i'm trying to show uh uh, everybody and the benefit, the personal soul building and soul filling benefit of helping other people and and celebrating their success. This is uh, one thing that we really, really want to do in uh, 20 Books Vegas is is just celebrate every person's success who, who first made it there that, hey, this is professional development. So I take that personally that we provide something to you that you can then take back for your business. It's not, hey, look, we we broke even or we made a few nickels yeah. or we did the not we it's you who came here for your professional development and that's a you're selling a lot and i know in corporate america we sold a lot of courses and stuff like that and we hoped they got something out of it but in 20 books vegas it's we know you're going to get something out yep. of it I was just going to ask you, like, what would you say to an aspiring author who is maybe coming to their first conference and they have that feeling of excitement, but they're actually kind of nervous as well. They're not sure what to expect. And I think you kind of just answered that question. Um, one thing that I saw is that it's just so refreshing because of that anti-competitive vibe. Like we're welcoming you here with open arms. Yeah, it's, it's have a goal. Mm -hmm. Have a, understand first, understand your business. Okay, hey, I haven't written my first book yet. Tells me very clearly, go to the craft sessions. Learn how to write a great book because you can always sell a great book. Yep. Write a great book, put it in the right reader's hands. Those are the only two things you need to do to be successful in this business. So if you've already written great books, then putting it in the right reader's hands is going to be your focus. And if you're putting it in the right reader's hands, but somehow you don't have the money to keep advertising, well then mm -hmm. you go into the business side, well, what am I doing wrong? Why am I overspending on my ads? Why am I doing, <clears throat> that's different. So we have, we have different uh, uh, programs based on what you need. So you need to determine what you need based off knowing your own business. And mm -hmm. most authors, probably half of our authors probably need the craft sessions, which is funny because 20 books uh, to 50K we don't talk craft because that gets people into knockdown, <clears throat> drag out fights <clears throat> because you know what? Romance is different from sci-fi, is different from thrillers, different from cozy, is different from children's. Yep. 
So at 20 Books Vegas, we get we can do all that. We can have children-specific stuff. We can have romance-specific stuff. We can have uh, David Weber talking about uh, world-building. I mean, who better to talk about world-building than the guy who built Honor Harrington and that whole universe? <clears throat> but it might be different than a contemporary romance world-building. So we have those people talking about that. And that's the great thing about Vegas. You can focus very specifically on what you need. So I like to say uh, I hate the one-stop shopping mm -hmm. kind of moniker, but that's really what it is. You can get whatever you need, 190 sessions, and wh whatever professionals you need to talk with, they'll be there. And you're going you're gonna to be in line at the open bar, and you go and look and say, holy cow, that's the multi-million seller so-and-so. Yes, it is. Hey, can I yeah. buy you a beer? Yeah, and that person <laughs> will be totally approachable, like 100%. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's awesome. every, the, the one yeah. the one thing that I insisted on after having gone to a different conference where uh, you got your badge, but then they had mandatory ribbons like guest of honor, guest speaker, uh, uh, plank holder, all these things. So, so they're walking around. Some of the guest speakers, older guest speakers walking around like Soviet generals. <laughs> and I said, I said, we're not doing that now. Yeah. People hand out ribbons and stuff, but there's nothing formally. My badge is plain. It says Craig on it. That's it. I don't need to look like a Soviet general, and nobody else does either. Now, you can have cool things like my dad, my 86-year-old dad. He got, two, he got two ribbons and put it on his badge. Erotica, nonfiction. <laughs> nice. I love that. I, love I think that. he got those from you guys. Did you have no, that? Not telling. That not telling. Hey, why look that at the time? Your, that was oh, oh my god, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh Craig, thank you so much for this today. Just very quickly, because we're already kind of hitting time, but there's a really great question uh came in from SD. Just gonna Where do you that see one 20 books in you know 10 years, 20 years, etc.? Uh, and how is that idea maybe <clears throat> gonna change or evolve over the years? I, I <clears throat> this is this is a really hard question because I think 20 books. It really, uh, it, it unfortunately rides on my shoulders and my shoulders alone, and that's the challenge. Uh, I'm surrounded by good people, but no one is me. Uh, so the not-for-profit, the uh, non-corruptible as it may be, because uh, mm -hmm. I've done things uh, in the Marine Corps that nobody should have to do. So I'm, I'm paying back with my life for the rest of the world. So it, it's uh, my motivations are are hugely different from most other people's and actually anybody else's I've run into. Uh, so I think as I go is how 20 books will go. We'll do our best to find uh, successors. I see uh, Jamie Davis and Jen Green as a as a tag team duo who could probably run the show if need be. And and we'll work towards that end because it is uh uh, uh, draining. The show is, uh, I mean, I'm destroyed by the end. I usually go to bed at like seven and, uh, mm -hmm. the real stuff happens. I mean, so I'll never do karaoke. I'll never go out with these guys on their beer hunter fest, even though I'd <laughs> love to, but, uh, it's just, it's just so late. And, and I get up at three, whether I'm been to bed at midnight or I get to bed at seven. So Fair I'll go to seven and get, get a decent sleep so I can make it <laughs> to the end. But, uh, uh, will it carry on? 
I would love to say yes. I can't say that with uh, with all confidence. So yes, please, everybody, keep me alive. Oxygen at the plane in Colorado Springs, and uh, there's they have uh, uh, defibrillators everywhere, and uh, in uh, in Vegas. So just know where the closest one is in case Craig keels over. So that's uh, and and that's not that's not an ego stroke. That's reality. I don't want to lead anybody astray saying this is this is forever. Uh, I don't think anything yeah. is forever. So right. Awesome. But thank you so much for sharing uh, your time with us today, your insight, your wisdom, your inspiration. Uh, for those watching, thanks so much for watching. Be sure to bookmark dddlive.com, like, share, subscribe, so you don't miss out on awesome guests like Craig Martell. Craig, Jim, thank you guys for joining, and, and I want to thank everyone for, for watching and your great comments. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate being here. Thank you, Craig. We really appreciate it. Bye, everybody. That's it for this week's Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now at draft2digital.com.